Who the fuck do you think you are coming in here talking to me like this? Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Okay, boy, listeners, welcome back to Satria's Pod Store, your one stop shop for all things Sopranos. It's your host, Sandboy, and this week we are talking about episode three Denial, Anger, and Acceptance. Uh, with me is the co host with the most, Davo. Davo, hi, mate. Hey, Gabidan, how are you? Good. I'm really, really, really looking forward to talking about this one because this is probably one of my favourite um, Sopranos episodes. I think <laughs> we're going to say this every week about season <laughs> one because it's too good. Um, it's very good. Yeah, yeah no, nah, this one's um, yeah, a lot happens in this one uh, in this up. episode. Yeah, it sets it up for kind of more so what's going to happen. So yeah, a lot happens. So a lot to get through in today's episode. Um, before we talk about it, I might just ambush mm-hmm. you. I've been meaning to bring this up, but I keep forgetting every week. Uh, just about the the news of the Sopranos spin-off movie, um, The Many Saints of Newark, which I think has just been revised to Newark. What do you, what's your gut feel on it? Um, you know, to be honest, don't have one at the moment. Really? Like, I'm kind of... I've, <sighs> You, you kind of you can get disappointed easily with these sort of things, so I'm kind of keeping an open mind to it. I like the idea of it because we've even had conversations about like um, Sopranos doing like a pre, obviously series Soprano stuff with Johnny Boy and Young Junior. So I think it'd be a good idea because there's a lot of stories that come up in the Sopranos that would be great to like actually be acted out, played out. Um, live action so hopefully we get to see some of them so no I'm excited and I think it's interesting that they're getting um, James Gandolfini's son like there's a bit of nostalgic there so he's obviously got big shoes to fill yeah but he doesn't but, look anything like him <laughs> just oh, he doesn't he, do, he doesn't no, he <laughs> at doesn't. all look and to be and to be honest you could have got any like Italian looking kid to do this kind of role it's pretty just hopefully he's a good actor. I, I I don't know much about him. Maybe you know a little bit more than I do, Sam. I don't know. The uh, I think this is his first role. I'm pretty sure. But the thing I like about it is the casting looks to be pretty um pretty cool. Um, they got Joe Maguire, which is he was in um the Umbrella Academy on Netflix, which is like a real oh, okay uh, TV show. That latest and, um, it's got the Punisher in it. What's his name? John Berthnall. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's, I'm not sure what he's playing, awesome. but he's he's in it. Yeah, um, he's a good actor. I like him. He's good. And the chick from The Departed. Uh, oh, the Irish friend. chick. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty solid. It's not a bad cast. I mean, yeah, for a HBO yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Have, we, have they actually said like a release date or anything? Or... 2020. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, oh, cool. I, mean yeah. I, have, I reckon it'll be okay. That's what I'm saying. I, I can't see it being shocking because of... Um, what should we call it? Um, he's still involved. Well, he isn't the guy putting it together. Um, Chase, there. yeah, Chase is still yeah. doing it. Um, so I can't see it being shocking, but I can't see it being great because I don't know why. You, why would you go for a movie, and not a TV yeah, it's series? Weird. That's maybe, my only point. Maybe it's uh, yeah. I, you know, no, you know why? I think he always wanted to make movies, Chase originally, and that's why 
I don't know. I think he always had movies in his mind, so maybe this is his chance to do it. Maybe in, I don't know, maybe his swan song kind of thing to end Sopranos. Who mm. knows? Oh, well, I but, mean, it's... It, like, we're going to go see it, so you know what I mean? <laughs> put, it, put it like this. Any Sopranos is good Sopranos, really. Correct. So... Yeah, no, nah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll do it justice. I, I think yeah, he will. He has to. Ray Liotta's Lo- in it as well. No shit. Hmm. Well, okay. Yeah, no, that's yeah, good sign so far. I haven't heard much. Like besides, obviously, this casting stuff. So, mm. nah, we'll see. We'll see. Open mind. Open mind. That's it. The positive attitude that brings yes, all the listeners to this podcast. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Let's jump into the episode. Denial, okay. anger, and acceptance. So the episode starts with uh, Chrissy and that fest Brendan Favone dropping off the truckload of suits um, that Tony told him to drop off in season, in episode two, and the comedy mm. trucking guys are like, well, "Who the fuck are you two? What do you, what's this?" And then Chrissy <laughs> shoots the gun, and they just fuck off. <laughs> and um, I think um, what I like about uh, is is like just how like. Nobody cares about that car, poor guy that died. Everyone's just eating the truck pack, and all yeah. the, and if they can, some of the merch. Yeah, and make sure you tell them that Tony Soprano is <laughs> yeah. giving it back to you. <laughs> exactly. And then the next scene is um, what's his name? Fucking uh, Junior having dinner with ah, uh, what's that fuckface's name? Uh, Mickey. 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 Yeah. yeah, and um, and Junior asks, did what did Comley say about the truck? And then Mickey says, oh yeah, he says to say thanks to Tony. And this is when. <laughs> Ooh, Junior gets yeah. his fucking backup. Yep, yep. I think, yeah, yeah, he got his backup. And I think this uh, this particular scene with these two, it kind of shows, and we've talked about this in the last two, the changing of the mafia. Like, originally you've got the two young guy, up-and-coming guys, hood rats, sniffing coke in the car, Talking about you know the, you know supposedly can't believe we're giving back our biggest score, and then you've got in the next scene you've got Junior sitting down with Mickey having a civilized dinner, really talking like talking civilized about business, not doing drugs, just having a glass of wine, and it's showing that difference in the mar- like the mafia and how it's changing. That's what I think anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like um, well, it just shows he's old school and that. Yeah, it doesn't matter what he does. He he's not the hot shot. The hot shot's Tony. So, exactly. Yeah. Even though that Comley would know that Junior, he has to pay Junior. He knows that the real boss is Tony. <laughs> so Tony would. Yes. Exactly. Like, he wasn't going to get that track back unless Tony get gave the track back. So there you go. Yeah. True. True. I know. <laughs> I love uh, Junior's comment at the end of this one because he's like, "Oh, you know, fucking family." And he goes, you know, I bought his son a four hundred dollar surfboard. <laughs> the fucking cunt lives in Jersey. <laughs> yeah. It's not like it's a big beaching community. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. I like, and at the same time, it's like he's already thinking in the back of his mind, I'm going to have a fallout with this guy, and I just wasted a hundred bucks on his stupid kid. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yep. Um, you know what? Let's just gloss over that scene with uh, Melfi. I mean, they're just talking about some picture, and and Tony thinks that yeah. Melfi is trying to play a game with him. Um, I think it's. There was, is, yeah. I, I can't remember anything. Any, any uh, importance in that scene? Yeah, I think it's it's more so. This episode really is kind of setting up the whole death thing, like of denial, anger, and acceptance of like this whole issue of death. I think like with this right and Tony, 
Because a lot of things, not to go too far ahead, but you got Jackie in his condition. Yeah, Jackie's in hospital. Yeah, and then um, what happens further on in this episode, we'll get to you later. So I think it's setting up the, to- the, the, the tone that Tony's just really is thinking about death and what's around him at the moment, how like people are there, but they're not really there. Like everything's fucking empty, dark. Like that's why he's looking at this photo and he's like, mm. you know, what the fuck is, what, what the fuck is this supposed to mean? Is this supposed to be a morbid fucking thing? So it's just in his head that of this, you know, yeah. that's what I, well, that, I think that's what they're setting up. I think with this. Whole ah, well, yeah. Thing. I mean, they're playing on it. Look at it. Yeah, 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 and like, and that's, and then it just has a, yeah, that Melfi scene really is kind of just Tony having a psycho at her, pretty much, thinking that he she's playing tricks on him. Yeah, um, and the next scene is that they go go visit uh, Jackie the boss in the in the hospital, and I've got to say this is, uh, Sopranos has a few milfs in this series, and I reckon yeah. uh, uh, what's her name, Rosalie, Rosalie April is probably number one milf. Yeah, you're right, all right. In season one, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> no, wait, you yeah. don't? No, no, I do. No, no, I think, yeah, I think she's quite attractive. Oh, yeah, I reckon, <laughs> I she's, think she's, I reckon she's the number milf. one milf, man. Yeah, yeah. I want to call it. Out of all the Josephine Jersey housewives, she's, right? Yeah. She's very Jersey oh, in this particular scene, though. Like, she's so got that Jersey hair. She definitely sorts herself out as the, as the series progresses. Mm. But, yeah, she's definitely, in my money anyway. Yeah. And she's and she is like the thing I like about her though, you kind of as I've been saying all along, is that you know what you're getting. Like she's in like she knows what the mafia is yeah. and she's all in. So she's yeah. one of them. It's yeah. just you know what I mean. There's no I don't know, maybe she does have guilt, but there's no sort of fucking like Carmela that's Yeah. Holier than now attitude about her husband's gone to hell. It's like, oh, but you know, what I mean, she's, she's just living in the moment with the husband in part exactly. of that She's a mob wife. Mob wife. She yeah. knows exactly what it's about. Yeah, big time. And also, so you see uh, Richie, and you see him. He's got still got his hair. And he's still talking mm. normally and everything. Yeah, but he does. I think does he die in this episode or is it next episode? No, I reckon it's the next one. Yeah, th- yeah. Anyway, so he, his yeah. health deteriorates by the end of it. Yeah, but they're all kind of discussing business around him, and they're all sort of paying um, tribute or homage to him. So, because obviously he's the man in the yeah, he's still the man. That's right, still the man. He's still got to sign off on things, really. Uh-huh. And then, and I think is that's the when we talk about the Jewish uh, hotel situation, where the Shlomo wants the correct wants his uh, son-in-law who's having a divorce or divorcing his daughter. He wants to kick him out of the, the hotel business, but um, yeah, he's having. Uh, a difficult time because his brother or his son-in-law wants obviously a payment, which I think he called a get or get. Yeah, a get. Yeah, something get. like that. Yeah. And so Shlomo is has reached out to Seal, and Seal's obviously then going to Tony to sort of work out what they can do in order to get this uh, brother-in-law or son-in-law, sorry, to just to fuck off, basically. Mm. Um, which goes to show you the like how these things happen, of how the mafia gets involved and gets their hands into businesses and you know fucking yeah. everything really. That's right. Because when you can't even go to the cops. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think uh, they mentioned some. I don't know if this this particular scene. I think because the Jews used to go to a, they had another kind of organisation that they do to do their dirty work for this particular thing, but then mm. they got. So mm. they got found out. So I think that's why this Shlom or whatever is trying this new avenue with uh, Tony and that. 
But even <laughs> back to back to this particular scene, even Paulie just steals it with his one liners and this one because they that because they because <laughs> they called he sit him Jews. He's like I sit him, but I don't believe. <laughs> he's just a chalk. He's I love a fucking it. chalk. He's just got. He's just. He's just a. He's just a chalk. That's it. Yeah, it's all, he, it's yeah. all he is. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing less. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No, fantastic. And I guess this also goes to show you how um, uh, Hesh. So Hesh also says like, "Oh, I don't really. You shouldn't be getting involved with these people. Yeah, like they're yep. just they're just ball breakers, pretty much, and they fucking squeeze you. You know, they'll get blood out of a stone, sort of thing. So it's not advisable that you get involved. And Tony, like, it goes to show you that. I don't know. Maybe Tony doesn't really heed advice, or he doesn't. I don't know. He, yeah, it's just yeah, to show that he, he he at least at least um, Hesh has a voice in Tony's ear. I guess. Yeah. True. He does. He does. And I think yeah uh, yeah it, and Tony does take it into consider in consideration. But as we said, it, Tony's the boss. Like like in terms of he's the one with the final call. He'll listen, but yeah, he ultimately he's the one that's going to say yeah, yay or nay. Like whether it's you know obviously the risk reward kind of factor. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so then we jump to um, next scenes. Meadow and her friend um, Hunter. Is it Hunter? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that dog. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and she's the I don't know something about singing in the fucking the, the the exam is on the same day of their fucking final song or whatever they're going to do their concert. And yeah, yeah. So that's the groundwork for later on. The subplot of this episode is her trying to score crystal meth in order to stay awake to study. Then we go to the next episode where Tony and Carmela go visit um, Artie, Artie's house. Mm-hmm. And you know what I understand? I never understood yeah. this. Yep. American houses, particularly houses in Jersey. So they go into the front door, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> this has got nothing to do with surprise, though. <laughs> Tony goes to uh, Charmaine. Oh, where is he? Where's Artie? And he goes, oh, he's yeah. downstairs. So then he goes downstairs and he's in the garage. But I'm like, yeah. if you had to when get you, to the front door, he would have been... When you walk past him? Yeah, <laughs> when you walk past him. <laughs> and then I'm like, why is your garage... Why do you have steps that go up from the front? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Make, you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Like, why would you plan your house that you have steps to go up and then you go back down to a garage? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just thing. I don't know. Maybe it's a yank seller thing. I don't know. Yeah. No, because in this series though, Blue, they go to um Everyone walks upstairs together. Everyone walks door. upstairs. Yeah. Like all these houses have stairs that just go you walk in and you're straight up a st- flight of stairs. Yeah. Yep. I didn't get it. Why? Yeah. I don't I don't I don't I don't yeah. <laughs> you're a bit <laughs> to tell me, mate. What is that? <laughs> 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 that's my definition but but, but like, does it flood there or something or it's oh, like you know in Queensland everything's on stilts and they don't because yeah. it floods but what does it do here I mean fuck I don't know I know, I know they got a lot of sellers and over there and oh, stuff yeah, more, more, more so than what we have here in Australia yeah, so I don't know maybe that's it but fuck back to this fuck this back to this scene yeah it's amazing how you know we we planted the seed of Camilla, of us not liking Camilla, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like I throughout this whole first season, I fucking despise her. Yeah, she's because she man. she even drops a comment in this one. So this is Artie and Charmaine's new mm-hmm. house. They've moved to the area. 
for the score and, or something, I think. Yeah, yeah, right? Mm. So she Carmela walks in looking around with mm. a look on her face as if what the fuck is this shithole because mm. it's like this low ceiling type place and she's like, oh, yeah, I, I love the coziness of it. <laughs> she's just such a, like, pretentious woman. Like, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, another example. I'm going back now, I realise how much... She's not, like she's not out. cool. She's not a good yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's very so, materialistic, very about... Very, um, very. Yeah, about, pretty much about what she can get. Um, and, like, yeah, uh, like she's very keeping up with the Joneses, I guess, sort of house yeah. crowd, sort of flaunt wealth. Yeah. And I don't know. I, don't, I kind of... Yeah, she would, she would annoy me if, if I yeah. knew yeah, her it's in weird. life. Um, all right, so then the next scene is obviously the, the sit-down with the Jewish um, Hasidic Jews and Tony, and basically they just lay it out that they need to basically get this son-in-law out of the business and that they're willing to pay... She, what was it? I think it was 25% of the business. Yeah, that's what Tony asked for, yeah. 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 So the guy originally wanted 50 like the, the son-in-law originally wanted 50%. percent hmm of the hotels, and now Tony's countered that by saying, "We'll do what you want us to do for twenty-five. So that's how it's kind of gone down, and that's how they mafia gets businesses fronts. Yeah, it spangs its empire because they go from pork stores because the guy can't fucking afford to pay his debt, so they take over his businesses. Um, you know, yeah, all these things like just this is how the mafia operates. Like, yeah. They'd rather, there's a saying in the mafia is that you don't want to kill a guy that owes you money. You just want to keep mm. bleeding him. Yeah. Bleeding him and just keep him stringing along because that way you'll make more money. Mm. And this is what the mafia does. This is yeah. This is how they fucking operate. And I guess like even with like uh, with the motel, I'm guessing what you reckon they would even do like, they could even do like, I don't know, butter being prostitution rings as well in like motel, like there's other side stuff as well they could do in motels as well or is it pretty much oh well that's why they have the games yeah okay executive game oh Uh, yes yes true as well so they they can just do stuff like that yeah and they run uh, women there so prostitution um, so they have a couple of rooms where they just you know let the whores operate so they can make money Um, yeah the the executive game and obviously just cash like how much did you make this month yeah give us 25% of that cash yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, as well as all that other stuff. So it's pretty profitable to get involved in this Dude, kind of no stuff. No capital yeah. whatsoever. All it is is just basically either yeah. get this guy or get him out of the business. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's the sit down, and the sit down is at Satrialities, obviously, because that's their office. Um, yep. <clears throat> and uh, the son doesn't the, the Hasidic uh, Jew Jewish man's son doesn't want his father to really get in business with these people who calls them a golem, which they are. They're own monsters. Mm-hmm. And um, but they come to a term, and they agreed that that's what they'll do. And it's one of my favorite scenes is when Paul Lee and Sil go up to the in the hotel and they speak to um, Shlomo's uh, son-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, "Please leave now before you embarrass yourself." He goes, "Hey, Paul Lee, I'm not embarrassed. Sil, you embarrassed? <laughs> not?" And they just lump him over the head with the bell and they just, yeah. just you, I love it how like, they just keep going and going and yeah. going and going just lumping this <laughs> because, poor guy because it, she was like uh, Paulie say bupkis bupkis means nothing he goes fuck that this is my nothing 
Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just starts him. Uh, fucking hell. He just so always goes, oh, fuck that. This is my way. <laughs> but I'm going to ask you another question. Mm. If you saw these two come into your business, would you be intimidated? I, look, you know they're in the mob, right? Okay. Shlomo, uh, does, this kid doesn't know he's in the mob. So say you don't know he's in the mo- these two are in the mob. They could, they could be connected. They couldn't. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know if I, I would you, be. You probably think you could probably talk to him, right, mm. as he has done, right? Um, he, I think he was just surprised yeah. that he got a scuff by the end of it. But you probably would talk to him the way he did talk to him in terms of like, you know, it's none of your, not none of your business, but you don't know what mm. this is about. So, you know, if, you know, just please leave, you know, rah, rah, you probably do it like that because he, he showed like some balls. It's, at the end of the day, it's his business that they're mm. entering. So he's got to like stand up. So, yeah, no, I reckon you're right. You wouldn't be, it's not like they're f- fully jacked dudes. No, that's what I mean. One's like up, literally 60. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I find that because Sue isn't really tall and I don't know. Yes. Like if Tony came, I was like, well, okay, fuck. He's yeah, a he's a big dude. Big dude. But not really seal. Even pussy, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Because obviously he's a big guy, but not yeah, not really poly either. Because he's just old. Just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then you're right. Then we get to the scene where uh, Camilla's complaining about the house. Um, and then I guess she's kind of thinking she's going to throw some charity their way by asking them to cater a f- charity fundraiser event at their yeah. house. Yeah, like another example of just how she's trying, as you said, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, just mm. really, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I can't believe how much, like, I was a bit blind to this because I f- <laughs> forgot how, and then going, coming back now, yeah, she really dislike her. Yeah. Um, and then we got, obviously, her trying to score H or whatever she's trying to score, and not H, um, <laughs> Crystal, yeah, yeah. Uh, daughter, uh, Meadow in the next room. The music's loud. Um, I mean, oh, oh yeah. I mean, it, it's an interesting way to tie what happens at the end of this episode together. Yeah, um, yeah. How Chrissy thinks. Um, That's right. Yeah, that but I mean, no. it's, you don't. It's a long boat of really straw, isn't it? Like, yeah. You do meth to study. You do meth to fucking party, man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the last thing yeah. I want to do is study on meth. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, then no, that's true. That is really weird. Yeah. yeah it's like, said, maybe it's just that long boat to try and tie it in. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. And then you get, uh, this is, uh, oh, then the next one is with Charmaine and Camilla Ray mm-hmm. in the, yeah. And then Camilla, another example of her giving that little hand gesture to that maid, isn't it? Oh, no, that's at the party, but yeah, oh, she's, okay. yeah she's dictating, it's like pissing around the, the fucking help. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She makes that initial gesture first, yeah. I think, kind of while well, she's talking to Charmaine, setting up this charity as if she's, you know, mm. Mother Teresa. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then what else happens? And then what happens, Blue? Okay, so then we jump to, the, or maybe just jump to the scene where Meadow and um, her friend Hunter go visit Chrissy's apartment to see if they can get some drugs. And um, the creep Brendan for Lavone's like, yeah, I'll sell it to you. How much you got, <laughs> Such a scumbag. He's a scumbag, that guy. He's a piece of shit. Does he, you know what? His face pisses me off. And I've, 
whatever reason, I always thought that this guy was in like the whole season one, but he isn't. He's in like two episodes. Yeah. He's just got like this, like his haircut pisses me off. Yeah. His face is just want to punch. And then, and at the end of the day, he's trying to hit on this 16 year old fucking yeah, he's chick. A creep. He's a creep. Hmm. Anyway, but you're seeing how like Chrissy lives in the little condo thing with um, Adriana. Well, and mine, I have to interrupt you there. Yeah. Please tell me. Obviously, you were very excited about her bathrobe. <laughs> well, it's not really. She's not really in the scenes much, Blue. But yes, yes, T point. That is a yes. But she's like floating around. But she's not. Yeah, she's floating around doing a little, doing a little she's cheetah so bathrobe. She's thing. so good, like unbelievable. Yeah, very good. She's yeah. very good. This one, yeah. and I like the. Is this like <laughs> the concrete floors as well, Blue? Drew, this mud on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the first time as well that I heard the phrase Mulanyan. I reckon. Really? Yeah, I never really heard it much before. So I kind of see the the Jersey accents in this are pretty, um, and the terminology is pretty good. Yeah, I'm. Mm. Yeah, so this was a new one for like obviously. Yeah, I heard it from Sopranos, but I re- mm. yeah, Sopranos is the first time I kind of heard these sayings because it's very American. Because mm. yeah, we speak Lanzani, like we're very mm. proper with our pronunciations. And then I remember Mulanyan, I was like, "What the fuck is that? What does that mean?" Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but anyway, I digress. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> Congratulate them on the the authenticity of their references. <laughs> um. And okay, then we go to Jackie, and then Impreza's in the hospital. Tony goes to visit him, gives him the stripper. It goes to show, that, I guess, the strong sort of bond and love they have between the two. Um, yeah. And Jackie's still, I think, I think this is like he's still pretty healthy, rel- relatively healthy sort of thing. He's yeah. still got his mind and yeah. stuff. Well, he can still get his little old baston up and about, <laughs> so he's still obviously doing all right. <laughs> yeah. And I, then the Melfi scene afterwards is goes to show you how, I guess this is, would be anger because he fucking loses it. Yeah, yeah. And saying how he's got still got his hair after chemo, and he's a fucking animal. And he's gonna, he's a fighter, and he's gonna win. Yeah, yep, yeah. And then, yeah, we don't really need to go that. And then Chrissy drops off the fucking the meth to Meadow <laughs> again. <laughs> Longbow to draw on that. I'll never do meth to study. Like fucking, just have coffee and maybe do that. I don't know. But meth, I don't see how meth wouldn't just rattle you. Like I don't know how you could even focus to read if you're on meth. But you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Neither here and there. Carmela sits suspect something's up, so she obviously goes up to the room and uh, tells Chrissy to get the fuck out of her house. <laughs> Chrissy <laughs> does. Um, and then we go to another scene, very interesting scene, and this is like you kind of this is the first time of seeing this over and over as Artie talking about getting into business with Tony because yeah. a couple of times he talks about this, and Charmaine saying you do not want to be in business with a guy like that. You don't want him, Tony Soprano, as your partner. Correct. And how many times did they have this argument over the course of the series? Like yeah. three or four times? Because there's that time he wants to open the tomato sauce, have a t- range of tomato sauce. Yeah. And- he's trying to... And I th- he's, 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 he's always trying to justify it to Charmaine. Because like, he's trying to say, oh, what's the difference between how you're doing this thing with Carmella and me taking money, and it's completely different. Like he's so blindsided. Like it, it yeah. No, there's there is a big difference between doing one charity event for you know the, at a soprano household, 
in comparison to taking money from Tony Soprano to open up something. Really? You really think there's going to be no ramifications if you don't, if your restaurant doesn't do well or he doesn't want anything in the future? Like, please, Artie, yeah, come on. exactly. But I can and understand one thing, though. I can understand yeah. why, because Artie's probably the only one that can get away with whatever he wants with Tony. He's really, true, basically, true. he's the only one well, that points a, gun at, points a gun at him. But it's shown... It. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's shown in the next scene by him mm. throwing a fucking piece of pancetta at his head. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they have that food fight. Like, yeah. it, you're exactly right. Oh, no, like, you're right, Blue. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Yeah, she, go. Uh, Carmela does the come here sign to Charmaine, like, you're the help. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah. yes, in this, yeah. yeah, like, in this, yeah, one, one, and at the benefit scene. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, but back to the arty thing, exactly yeah. right. He's the only guy that can get away with this stuff, and it's shown in that food fight scene where, they, mm. you know, they're just showing that they're kind of, High school buddies at, mm. at the core of it. So, Pretty yeah, much. yeah. So you, yeah, I think you are right, Artie. Maybe that's Artie's justification. He mm. thinks deep down that he can get away with it. And Artie's obviously having a few scotches. He's making food, and Tony's like, I don't know any of these people. So he goes to speak to Artie. And yeah, Artie's yeah. Like, well, yeah. why'd you invite all these people to your house for? Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, yep, exactly. And that's the difference, busy, that guy. Yeah, and that's the difference between Tony and Cam- and Camilla. Like, mm. right there. Mm. Tony could not give two fucks about these people in his house, mm. whereas Camilla wants this kind of, you know, life for her and, you know, the soprano name and, yeah, yeah, complete, yeah completely different people. Mm. <laughs> and it's funny, the food fight scene is funny because you think he's going to, he throws the pancetta at his head and you think he's going to fucking lose it. <laughs> and then he just throws a fucking arancini ball back and then just start having a food fight in the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just goes the other thing. Just two big kids, the happy yeah. kids. But then at the background, yeah. you see Carmela. Look, I fucking can't stand Carmela in this episode. Yeah, fucking bad. Bad. Don't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and then we go to next scene at such hours, and you've got Paulie and uh, still still trying to get these fucking Jewish guy to <laughs> to cave in and give up his business. Yeah. But he won't. And he says, "I'd rather die than give her anything." Yeah. Yeah, and a, a great, great line by Sil in this particular scene. So they're smacking him up, and he's very, he's this uh, Ariel's refusing everything, and he's basically said to Paulie, mate, if we don't kill this prick, we should put him to work for us, <laughs> like because he's that stubborn, yeah, like, he's, he's that so stubborn. Hard. Yeah, yeah, and he's that tough as well. We can take a beating. He's really exactly. Tough. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Um, and then I guess it's it just goes to show you, like, if Tony didn't really listen or pay attention to Hesh's um, uh, initial warning, because they're not really having an easy time of getting what they want. So yeah, basically, they the guys revert call Tony to say, "Look, man, what can we do?" Because and Tony says, "All right, he calls he come he comes over, and then he calls Hesh." Mm. And Hesh pretty much says there's one thing um, men can't live without. And he says threatened to cut off his dick. So then he you know, said, oh, I'll go get the bolt cutters. We're going to go cut off his dick. Yeah. And eventually he gives in. <laughs> He's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 And I love... Um, uh, essentially, oh, when he's, he's basically, you know... Because they can't kill him because um, they've been told by their father-in-law because it creates some, I don't know, some... Yeah, whatever on their house, her mm. curse or whatever on their house, they can't kill him. So essentially, that's why they've 
resorted to acting like a moil. But mm. while the while this Ariel's, mm. you know, he tells that story about the Mossad or whatever, and he's and he he makes that comment like, you know, where are the Romans now? And mm. Tony's like, you're fucking looking at them. Like it's, I love it. I love that line. Yeah. Like it's just, this is the modern day, like Roman of. Um, Roman Empire like Mafia yeah like you know and, it, and like you know it goes to show like that you know that Ameri- American extravagance like they, these, this is the new um, the Italian Mafia we're the fucking Romans of America now like kind mm. of thing we were, you know they're not dead mate they're not dead yet they're <laughs> not looking gone. at them, mate yeah but funny enough none of these guys are Roman <laughs> exactly yeah they're all naps <laughs> one's uh, yeah I think I'm pretty sure is Polly Sicilian? I don't know, but yeah, well, they're all naps. I'm yeah. pretty sure. They're all from Avellino, I think. They end up going to. Avellino. Um, yes. Yeah, and and but we get to the result. I mean, th- I mean that's not really. This is probably not the interesting part of the story. The interesting part of the story is what happens after um, when they the guy tries to renege on giving him twenty five percent, and instead gives him tries to give him a pass off an envelope. And say, look, I'm mm. taking care of you here. Take this money, and you know, maybe some people have gone, you know, fuck, it's not worth the hassle. Just take the cash. But no, Tony realizes, no, 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 we want in on this business. And he says, I fucking want this that money, and that's what he does. Takes the money, uh, takes the business. So yeah, they're in the hotel business. Yeah, and that's that's it. It just goes to show you how they operate in terms of spreading out their fucking their wings, their wings. Uh, and then I've got to say, we the one really sort of. Really nice sort of. Um, Charmaine gets one over Carmela when she reveals that. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> when Carmela and Tony won the Fritz in high school, they they haven't taken a break. That him, yeah. her and Tony went out on a date, and she she botted him, and she decided not to sort of pursue that relationship, and then she's yeah. happy with her decision. Yeah, kind of so good. That. Such a good, yeah, so good, such a good scene yeah. in exchange with Carmela, like. Yeah. Yeah. Sucked in, bitch. I always have something over you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You like, because as much as Carmela was giving a shit about, oh, your cozy house and, you know, trying mm. to help them get back on their feet, I think deep down Carmela is a bit envious of Charmaine that she's kind of an independent woman. Like, he's still, you know, she does have a bit of pull with Artie, like, in terms of, mm. you know, to. Where you know, tell him not to go into business. So she's a pretty independent kind of woman, and that's kind of what Camilla wants. And you know, you can have that money, and you can have this big extravagant extravagant fundraiser, mm. and you still ain't nothing compared to me, bitch. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what essentially what she's saying. Exactly. You you got nothing on me, bitch. Like he's, yeah. you might have the money, but like look at like how you live. You know. What I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'm really happy with my decision. And she's also had her husband, so that's also, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so then we just, yeah, the next thing after that is obviously the one we just previously talked about, about Tony saying, no, you fucking give me the business. Mm. But then we get to, I guess, the final sort of arc, the acceptance. We go back to the hospital and we see the third time we go to the hospital is uh, Jackie April losing more looking, hair. Yeah. Looks more gaunt. Colour's gone, eyes are dark, not getting much rest, really preoccupied he, with his uh, core temperature. Yeah, and doesn't give a fuck about kind of what Tony's done, hey? Like, he's mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, more preoccupied on his own health and his own mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. And Tony's just looking and going, yeah, 
this is not this is not good. This is not the yeah. man. This is not the man. You know, I love and respect. This is a this is a man fighting for his life. He's probably yeah. losing the battle. Yeah, like he's there, but he's not there. Like he's yeah. he's gone. Like he's, he's gone. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. It's over. Sort of thing. Yep. And um, and then I guess Tony also looks a bit depressed because Jackie's like looking at his thermometer and he just see Tony on the end of the bed, just like looking not at him, but like look, kind of looking away from him, just like fuck, it's over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and um, I guess I mean. He's probably just like uh, not only losing a friend, but he's probably losing. There's a lot of uncertainty that comes with him dying because he obviously doesn't name a clear sort of successor or someone. Mm. Um, so it's just a lot of consequences of this man's death, sort of thing. He loses a friend, but he also uh, creates that uncertainty of what's next. Yeah, yeah, and and Tony would be thinking that he like, even though he's f- first and foremost, like. First and foremost, I think Mafia's number one, and your friend, like yeah. Jackie, as a friend, is kind of second. Like, yeah. and that, and that, and that's just with that's what comes with being in the mafia. I reckon, yeah. like, they're not. Yeah, that's just the code that they live by. So, correct. Yeah, you're correct. He does think. What are the ramifications of this? Do I have to start mm. thinking about Junior now mm-hmm. and how I'm going to attack this? Yeah, you know, attack this. So, yeah, no, you're right. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. But I mean, you probably don't really know that then, though. Because mm. the, the the you don't having watched this series a couple of times, you can kind of pick a lot of more of the sort of subtleties together. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But first off, yeah, you're right. You wouldn't. You, yeah, exactly. First off the bat, you wouldn't be thinking like this. We've yeah, no, we're wouldn't. looking at this with five times over. So you know, you're right. Um, and then um, we have a pretty interesting sort of scene where Tony's now kind of processing his feelings. Oh, sorry, oh, no. I missed a scene. Yeah. I missed a scene, yeah. a very important scene, actually. After that, mm. we cut to um, Greengrove, where Junior is complaining, always complaining to uh, his sister-in-law, Tony's mum, Olivia, about how the kids don't respect him, blah, blah, blah. His son, Tony, runs a crew. His crew's all fucked up. They do whatever they want. They cross, they, um, you know, they step on toes. They don't pay respect. Um, it's all, he's just bitching and moaning, bitching and moaning. Sam, I'm going to ask you a question. Sure, mate. Why does he talk to Livia about this stuff? Do you not? Why does he? Why is he so open about this stuff with Livia? What is it? Like okay. I'm still trying to understand why he yeah. consults yeah. her for stuff. All right. Well, the like reason in terms is of because... Brendan and Christopher, mm. like what the fuck? Because okay, so he's an old timer, and there's not many people that are involved. That are still around, that are involved with the life that are still around in, in Jersey. Olivia was his. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, sorry, sorry, Blue. Sorry. There? Yeah, you I'm there? there. I'm there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I have myself on mute so you, you don't you don't hear me breathe and sip tea and fucking do whatever else I'm doing. <laughs> and I was literally, I went about three minutes into a fucking explanation and you just, oh God. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Um, what was it? What? Okay. Let me just re-say that. So, yeah. so Tony, sorry. So, uh, Junior is from the old school. Mm. Olivia is probably the only other person that's from that generation. Mm. In terms of being from the the old school, right? Junior also has a relationship with her because of you know step uh, 
she's a, a sister-in-law, right? Brother's wife. And they obviously known each other for a very long time. And he feels very comfortable about it because obviously she, he, uh, um, his dad, what's um, his brother? What's his brother's name? Johnny. Uh, Johnny, yeah, that's it. Johnny would have obviously discussed things with uh, with Olivia because he, there's a couple of times he goes where he mentions, oh, you know, you're fucking uh, Johnny Soprano's wife. Like, you know what's going on. So, okay. But it doesn't really make sense why he talks so much in, in detail about it, right? Yeah, yeah. That to me, I get it, it kind of doesn't make sense. But what I guess is what it's trying to infer that he is a fucking little fucking... All he does is run his mouth. That's all he does. Yeah. He's playing okay. and run his mouth. He's a miserable. That's all yep. he does. And mm. he'll talk to anyone who's willing to listen. And because he feel, because of those reasons of her being the same age and being around where the brother was and she's involved with the lifestyle, he probably just feels comfortable getting this shit off his chest to her mm. and knowing that it will never get out because she won't talk to Tony about it or anyone else for that matter. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, in that conversation, we find that Olivia gives him the idea to kill Brenda Favone. And he's like, okay, yeah. Like, like, how dumb do you have to be not to put that together yourself? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, Very true. It just goes to show he's not really much of a thinker. Like, he doesn't... Mm. He's not He's not much of a long-term sort of thinker anyway. Mm-hmm. And then we see... It's sort of the final sort of act where we got the singing of the choir between um, uh, Meadow and Hunter... And Meadow's like fucking literally lipping, licking her lips and just chewing her jaw off. <laughs> just chewing her gums off. Yeah, I, I, yeah st- I don't know how you'd like, could be just standing in one spot like that. Anyway, both sweating as well, if you notice. Obviously, fucking yeah. body temperature's a bit up. Yeah. Um, And Carmela doesn't want to hold Tony's hand because she's upset that Tony fucking botted Charmaine. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> there's that. It's good that Charmaine got to ruin that sort of relationship. Not ruin, but cause a bit of anger, ang- angst between the two. Yeah, yeah. And then we have the mock execution of Chrissy, who thinks it's because Tony found out that he gave his daughter Meadow meth, but it's really because Junior just wanted to put some fear into him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have Mickey um, killing Brendan in the bathtub, putting mm. a bullet in his head um, when he's in the bath to... Um, you know, to show that he fucked with the wrong crew. That's right. And that was a bit of a homage to uh, Mo Green, I reckon. Mm. The Godfather death scene, this whole Brendan one. Yeah. Uh, with the what, bullet in the eye. What I, I understand, though, Blue, is why mm-hmm. Why would a boss of a crew yeah. go to, go with... Yeah. Go with one of his captains, not captains, he's there with the one of his soldiers right. on a hit. Oh, that makes no sense. <laughs> and, he, and it's not like uh, he made Brendan mm. see him. Mm. You know, he was kind of in the background of it as if, mm. to, as if to make sure it was done, but you don't really need to do that. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. It makes you know, sense. Yeah. But kind thing, of like, it's like what I guess he wants to go there for gratification of seeing this kid dead. Yeah. Po- yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Possibly that. That's right. Yeah. Hold you open yourself up to that potential yeah. gratification down being the at, Yeah. Being at, the, being at the scene of a murder. Yeah. It makes no sense. The, the one thing I, <laughs> it goes to show like Chrissy and his kind of character. It was interesting to see you got two, there was two people here that, Kind of faced death. They had that area, that Ariel guy, that Jew. If they're gonna like, he kind of like 
he was potentially going to get killed, like if they kept beating him up, kind of thing. And he rambles on about you know this whole uh, Jewish story about you know him and them and the Romans and being triumphant, this and that. And on the other hand, you got Chrissy, who's literally shat himself, pissed himself, crying, and you know asking for forgiveness. And th- this is supposed to, supposed to be the future of the mafia. Like it's a it's a weird kind of uh, scene for Chrissy, <laughs> yeah. you know, like to try and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, weird, isn't it? It is weird. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's all good. I mean, then they like if you get a gun to your head, I don't really blame a guy for crying. No, that's right. Exactly. No, that's right. Just, so yeah, like yeah. yeah. Um, and what's really at the end really sets this up is that there's going to be a confrontation between Junior and uh, Tony because all right, let's get ready. Strap yourself in for a, a fucking. A lecture on how the mafia works. <laughs> so Junior is obviously a captain of his crew, and Tony's a captain of his crew. And what he's done is he's effectively gotten a soldier like Mikey to kill one of Chrissy, uh, one of uh, Tony's associates. Now, obviously, Brendan isn't made, or you know, even probably isn't even an associate, but he's he he kicks up. Okay, so by doing that, Junior, from Junior's perspective, he's giving Tony a lesson that I can. If you fuck with me, I'll cost you money, right? And I'll cost you reputation. So by kill- he's like, killing a person is very rarely about the person. It's it's about the uh, it's about the justification of what you did. So mm. Brendan stole, so he got killed, right? But it's really about the message he's sending to Tony, because 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 Brendan kicks up, that's mm. a that's a revenue stream that Tony now loses. Mm. You understand? So he yeah. lost. He's lost his that three grand a week from Brendan. Correct. So it goes to show yeah. you fuck with my money or fuck with your money. But at the same time, it's the reputation thing of also you, you're not a man that can protect your crew. So it kind of implies that well, who's the real sort of boss that people can look up, look after, like who looks after their crew and look people look to respect mm. by killing someone who works for Tony. It kind of just shows you how you know. Tony, it's a, it's a, like a it's a respect thing. You're like a, you're pissing or slapping the guy in the face, saying you can't even like you can't even keep your crew in order, and no one can respect mm. you. So, mm. I mean, it's pretty interesting when you look at it that perspective. It's it's like it would be like a, if a lawyer or if an accountant stole another client off an account of a, of a rival accounting firm. That you what you're doing is really is about not so much the 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 killing is a message, I guess, but what you're really doing is is just taking money out of that guy's pocket. Yeah. So Tony's got two options from the perspective from a street boss, right? He can either retaliate and kill someone in his crew. He can uh, mediate, have a sit down and say, look, you killed someone in my family, in my crew, sorry. You know, he was giving me three grand a week or he was maybe managing something of mine that, you know, now I've got to find someone else or it's costing me money. And Jackie couldn't mediate that. Or he can just let it go pretty much yeah, and say, all yeah. right, fair enough. He didn't mean anything to me anyway. He crossed the line when he rubbed your truck twice. Fair enough. So you find that in the next couple of episodes, what is sort of, um, how far Tony's willing to get pushed by his uncle and how much money he's really, you know, I'm not, I guess, losing, but how, how much, you know, how much stakes are involved when you've got another guy sort of always, always fucking pushing you you know what i mean mm, yeah. yeah yeah so that's what it sets it up for a nice sort of 
story, season-long story arc between yeah. Tony and his uncle. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Hmm. Definitely. And that's about it for this episode. And it's a real, yeah. like one of this a really good. I mean, I'd say the only sort of down stuff would be the B plot of the meth. But again, again, that's the kind of tight all back at the end. But yeah, other than that, right. it's a pretty. This is one of my. It's a good episode. It's a solid episode. It is a solid episode. Correct. That's right. No, it's good. I think it's yeah. I think as I said, the main thing is it's setting up this tension between Junior and Tony, and. And it's probably one of the first kind of deaths within that kind of within the family, isn't it? Really, I don't know he's an associate, Brenda, but it kind of yeah, starts this whole kind of first hit. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and it starts this whole you know struggle between the two. Yep. When you play the Game of Thrones, mate, you got to play to win. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's our other pod. Um... <laughs> Winterfell <laughs> stories. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, we're oh, just going to get through fucking six seasons of Sopranos first, mate. <laughs> all, right, all right, we'll wrap this bad boy up. Yep. Um, I don't know. How do I end these shows? I forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for listening. And uh, until next week, cheers, listeners. <laughs>